Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with J-Rod, the king of the slams. And we have What's a up? special guest, special guest tonight, James. Uh, James is the um, creator, copywriter. Um, I don't know what else you, what what verb you would use for somebody who creates roughly Artist. like 10,000. Artist. 10,000. Amazing. I think you should leave memes uh, on Twitter at IT. YSL underscore memes. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Um, so um, uh, J-Rod and I were talking before you got on just about the ridiculous amount of output that you create. <laughs> tell us, yeah, tell I, us uh, how this goes down. So it's kind of a mix of like, I tried to put out like at least one thing of my own every day, usually like right when I'm starting work around like nine in the morning. Um, and then periodically just throughout the day, I will do searches for mention mentions of ITYSL or I think you should leave on Twitter and then see what like other steps out there. And so I do a lot of retweeting and like curating other other content that's out there. And then um, like if there are any sort of like trending memes or topics on the day, then I'll see like what I can fit. Like, I think you should leave stuff uh, to apply to like whatever popular stuff's going on. And then I also try to like have a bank at any time of like a few tweets that I could just like tweet out if I'm having a writer's block or whatever. So I've usually got like a handful in drafts uh, ready to go. A lot of homegrown Simpsons stuff. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you do you have a favorite? I mean, we're allowed. Are we still crazy enough in this world that people have to be uh, like unfairly modest? Do you have a favorite uh, meme you've made? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I honestly like so one of the one of the favorite things that i put out was not even really a meme like every once in a while i will do like a little uh like rumination or like uh like thoughts on the show or whatever um so at one point i uh actually this kind of ties into something that you guys have talked about on past episodes about like the uh the sort of uh essence of the show the like the someone who who like uh something awkward happens and they decide to like dig deeper and deeper rather than like just admit that they did something wrong or whatever um so i i did like a sort of categorization of the three types of sketches in i think you should leave yes so. <laughs> I, I forwarded that to kevin um and we were very in yeah we we loved it it was very thought-provoking yeah yeah why don't so we think- why don't we talk about that um hold on one second what's up <laughs> no, it's no. a very free-form show sorry yeah. <laughs> my wife is gonna come home soon and then some dogs are gonna go nuts and my kids are gonna start <laughs> screaming as they go to bed but that's about it yes yeah. um <laughs> fucking babysitter um fucking, <laughs> fucking hater all right so uh just because i have uh low grade amnesia let's talk about uh the three types of sketches uh because i think i remember the idea being brilliant but if you asked me to like do a book report on it right now i wouldn't give any credit so 
uh, yeah, I don't have the the thread in front of me right now, but I, so I forget exactly what like order I I like how I labeled them, but I think um, the first type is kind of like the most common, which is basically like the what you've already talked about, where something happens and uh, the person decides to like lie or do something weird to sort of like try to get out of it, and they then they like dig deeper and they keep going. There's like a point where they feel like they could either like admit it and back off, but instead they double down and triple down and then like keep going and it just gets like worse and off the deep end. So that's kind of like the, the standard, like, you know, uh, the type one. <laughs> and then the type two is like very similar to type one, except uh, instead of it just getting worse and like people getting uncomfortable, they managed to convert everyone else to like yeah. agree yeah. with them. Uh, and so that's kind of like the, there's, there's fewer of that type, but that's like the um, focus group where everyone ends up flipping and ganging up on Paul. <laughs> yeah, the receipt and the mud pie. Like that's yeah, another, yeah, exactly. that's a, yeah. those are actually, I really, really like those sketches. Um, yeah. Just because they're so absurd where just like, it just takes this U-turn where you're like, whoa, I, saw, I thought I saw where this was going. But no, yeah, it's like, like a, an extra subversion of yeah. what you're expecting, and it it like has a big payoff for sure. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and then the the third category is kind of like a catch-all, like uh, like thing of it's just sort of like a. I've come to realize that most of them are just like essentially Tim had this like funny concept that's like yeah. a one sentence thing, and then they decided to develop yeah. that into a sketch. So that's like the you know. What if the funeral organist has like one of these crazy organs and like smashes plates or like <laughs> yeah exactly or or the um, the Scrooge in the uh, the yeah. Ghost of Christmas Way Future is like basically a one sentence concept that, that that is stretched out into the whole sketch. That's a nice motorcycle. Might be one of yeah, those. Exactly. <laughs> definitely. Ooh, that would be a pretty good segue, but I'm not going to take it. <laughs> Every time I try to direct the show, Deuce just like shuts it down and goes his own way. It's fine. It's fine. I I always have a vision, you know. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have to know, like, I know when we started the podcast, I I actually suspected that some people might listen due to the cult following, but I know when I started, I was like. I don't care if anyone listens. Yes. Like I would love if people do, but if people don't, I'm just going to have fun for 40 minutes a week. Uh, tell us your expectations when, when you started out. Yeah. Well, actually, so I started out like literally like the week that um, everything like happened with COVID and I, and like I was forced to start working from home full time yeah. Um and actually for the first that it you know so you know there's like the besides the main itySL account that I don't have any relation to there's like various spin-offs like the the NBA one is yeah. pretty big and then there's like sports <laughs> ones and other like just sort of there's like politics ones or whatever um, so originally I started it as a covid 19 like I think you should leave combo account. And oh. that was like in the early days where it was sort of like a, you know, like two weeks and we'll get out of this kind of situation. Yeah. And then at some point, like over last 
summer or whatever, it kind of turned into something where I was like not really comfortable doing COVID jokes anymore. And there were a lot of like political and social things going yeah. on that were sort of not <laughs> really, it just felt like the wrong, I was trying to read the room and it didn't feel right. Um, but then in the fall, I kind of rebranded mostly because I just like find the show so funny and there's so many people like making jokes about it and like there's so much stuff on Twitter and people just like like everybody it's it's just a community of so many people who just like love this absurd thing so much and so mostly I just wanted like an outlet for my own enjoyment and like to like bond with other people over it and like make myself laugh um yeah and it's it's been really like fun to see I mean there are definitely a bunch of people who are regular like people that also tweet very funny stuff about the show and constantly am uh I'm interacting with them and it's just like I'm I'm sitting there like you know I'm supposed to be working and this is like taking up like hours at a time of me just sitting at my desk staring at my phone and cracking up um but it's I don't know it's great uh, yeah it's been I'm, like I'm... a lot more of a thing than I ever expected it to be but it's uh, super fun yeah, I'm blown away that I'm not like tired of it or anything. In fact, like some my interest in some some of the jokes is growing and, and yeah. you know, the others are declining. And it's just kind of like, yeah, the social the the memes are incredible just because there's always some quote and some ridiculous sketch you can present that covers like virtually any situation. Like, yeah, it blows me away. And it's what's funny about the show is like some of the most memorable memes, like uh, like I'm trying the hot dog suit and the uh, God, what the, what's the other one? They're not like my most favorite sketches, but they end up being like mm, um, most memeable. The most memeable, which I also I I love the the memes for them too. So I'm glad those sketches exist for like you know random jokes. But yeah, mine is uh yeah, mine is new printer, which is growing yeah. on me. New it's printer, so yeah. memeable. Yeah, it's it's yeah, like I'm smarter than you, like. Santa came early this year. Yeah, like there's so many <laughs> yeah. things that you can do. One of one of the yeah. things that I so I, I've done a lot of like screen grabs of various like yeah. clips of sketches, and uh, one of one of the things that I will reply is like if someone's sent, says like I love your account or like this is this is very funny or this is perfect or whatever, I just reply with the reaction of. Patty Harrison's character at the end when Tim's character says like ha 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 good one and she just like tears up and like touches her <laughs> chest I just send that to people just like of her uh to express my like like speechless happiness uh, and thankfulness for their their appreciation yeah mine is uh anytime anyone asks me the quality of anything I'm like they're nice <laughs> just in real life my wife's like how uh, how is the chicken fingers it was like they're nice or their stanzas they're nice and pe everybody just looks at me confused sorry i i, yeah. use, I use little boy dick a lot like just yeah like, way too much way like, too much just like you know like, like a church I, I teared up at this movie and my wife just told everyone i have a little boy you know just like great like jokes come out of it um she's yeah, never it, seen the show either yeah she, hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she, she she went with it for some reason but yeah like yeah. um 
One, yeah. one that I, I often will just say, and it, it comes up a lot just when other people say, oh, nice. Like, I will just have to repeat, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Stinky. All right. Um, so J-Rod knows my love for the I think you should leave subreddit. Um, I have to say, um, I tried to make a poll like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, and I kind of had poll writer's block. It's like, couldn't work it out. So uh, yes, I think yesterday, I was really proud of myself. I found the actual building um, from the motorcycle sketch. Oh, yeah, you um, saw that, right? Yeah, I, I thought it I, was, but I did not like do a comparison. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, 10,700 Burbank Boulevard in LA. Um, and I did a little deep dive there. There's like a dentistry sign and they sort of photoshopped over it. Um, two people who are like, I believe affiliated with the show. Uh, Jonathan Averum works for absolutely productions, Roxanne Adamson. I'm not exactly sure her connection to the show. Um, but I put it on the, I think you should leave subreddit and it was just crickets. Uh, (laughs) total miss. And I, I feel like I wasted everybody's time. (laughs) <laughs> um so i uh i well, redeemed myself today my 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 poll block my goal is to post a poll that gets like it just at least like 300 votes yeah uh, so i posted this one around i think like two hours ago it has 274 already um so j-rod doesn't know how to use reddit so this will be news to him <laughs> yeah i know uh, <laughs> he's just sitting in front of his clown I, I, can't, I can't wait to hear it yeah <laughs> it doesn't even have any games or anything <laughs> fuck that doesn't even have Reddit. Um, what kind of car do you drive? Uh, okay. So the options are a 2004 hot dog, uh, two motorcycles with a little house in it, uh, one with a honk if you're horny sticker, uh, too small. Car <laughs> car was in a hit and run with people who are kind of like nothing. Um, or I don't own a car. I ride a horse that has a smaller penis than me. Um, so Jared, do you think you can predict which one of those oh, is God. the current leader with 274 votes total, by the way? I'm going to, I think it's going to be the horse or damn. What was the one after honk? If you're horny too small. Yeah, it might be too small. I yeah, think it's either- it is. Yeah. You get this every week. Uh, 32% for too small, followed by uh, Car was in a hit and run, 22%. Oh, I, I love that sketch. I just they're kind of like nothing. Yeah. Very palm the dip. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, the concept of trying to dismiss people as nothing. Like, it, it's so brilliant that it's just like... He's like, these people are just, they don't, it was just like, oh my God. I I think my favorite part of that is when he's like, the cops were like, oh yeah, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) And his lie is just bad right from the start. Yeah. Like, and and the lions thing. Yeah, the lions are like playing a game. (laughs) It's like, everyone thinks it's the football team. Uh, Some good replies. Um, I love the replies. D Tootski said, uh, I'm gonna embarrass anyone who mentions the hit and run. <laughs> um, let me see. 
Uh, somebody wrote, I got one with no space for mother-in-law. Um, Ditka the bus driver. My car has a clown pewter in the center console. Okay. Uh, and I think, I think we're going to get a lot more, uh, good ones. Um, but also here's my favorite thing. Uh, there's somebody named Taggart McStone wrote in the latest podcast episode, he's going to read from this poll. And I was like, I am. Uh, recording tonight. Anyone have questions? And he just wrote, are you ready for this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That fucking amazing. subreddit is, it's like when uh, Happy Gilmore has his happy place. It's just like me cruising the subreddit, reading replies to memes. Love it. All right. Um, I think we have uh, a couple of sketches to talk about. Yes. Um, so we actually, we were, it, I kind of had to do some math on this, but um, James either, uh, the two sketches tonight are either his favorite or they're kind of like, he likes them more than the average person. Um, so, um, yeah, we have Biker Guy. Um, and the day that Robert Palance murdered me, two sketches that... Uh, I actually rated very highly. And I rated J-Rod. Really. Yeah. J-Rod did not. Way off on this. I have some uh, James, what do you want to talk about first? You're the guest. Let's um let's let's um let's do biker guy first. Um we kind of already touched a little bit on it, uh about how it's just sort of like a uh like a it doesn't it, it defies categorization, I think. And that's I, agree. I think why it's it's one that's i think got a lot of differing opinions and a lot of people just don't rank it very highly i don't know if people actively dislike it but from what i've seen a lot of people just like aren't big fans of it all right so i need to throw out um originally that i have a uh four-year-old who walked in once when i was walking watching the sketch and i was just like oh i can let this one ride yeah and we have motorcycles that go down our street. And for like a month, she was doing motorcycles. <laughs> motorcycles! And it just, it was, well, it was that, that's the best a personal of connection that, that's unique to you, though. I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, I'm just going to throw out this favorite moment I have that okay. um, if you don't like the sketch, you just need to watch this in like a very quick gift that I'm sure James has probably already made. Um, when they reveal that there's, uh, motorcycles on earth uh and everyone kind of like celebrates zach cannon's face is just like <laughs> I, I had i specifically made a note about his face in that moment because i, I love that so much because everyone else is like just like happy and clapping and he's got this like angry mean mug and like fist pumping face it's great by the way zach like the scotty pippen of i think you should leave yeah. Oh, yeah. For no, sure. Doesn't get enough credit, especially now that we know that he's uh, yeah, inside the, the chunky suit too. Yeah, inside the chunky. It's incredible. <laughs> I Amazing. Mean, that's up there with Paul in his performance. I mean, like he really delivered. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to go into the tangent, but I've been watching Detroiters a lot recently. I am like, I love that show. Like, there's so many elements that sneak into. I think you should leave. You can kind of see some inspirations that come out of particular exchanges. 
but just like the relationship between Tim and Sam is like phenomenal and their interactions are just great. And the fact that Zach Cannon's behind that too, it's like, Jesus, like, yeah, I, I love it. And um, I think the sec- the security guard is the fourth creator of the show, I believe. <laughs> oh, is he really? really? I think no so. Way. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great. Um, he put his dick in the ice cream. Like, like, just like <laughs> What was it like a diaper I gotta, like man piss or something? It's just like, <laughs> oh my god! I think they have those. Um, um, so just just a highlight of the sketch. Uh, uh, if you looked in the dictionary of this sketch, bicycle would be a uh, motorcycle with no motor. Uh, yeah. A car would be two motorcycles with a little house in the middle, yeah. uh, and a uh, a bus would just no words. Yeah, he has yeah, no words for that. <laughs> I think um, I, I one of the um, things that just so I had like generally there are some things about this that I think are are like uh, just like funny on a very surface level and one of them I mean obviously like the outfit that Tim is in he's you know walking around <laughs> with this like goatee and extremely long hair um, shout out to Emily Ting yeah <laughs> but then also the his voice is just like such a uh interesting take on like what a biker yeah it's like it's like not it's not quite gruff and it's kind of got like a weird sort of like a like uh i don't know like an accent on it too somehow it's like yeah uh because he says like motorcycles you know (laughs) in in a very distinctive way that makes it very quotable my favorite is when he says uh dude which kind of is like no (laughs) i tried to like make that part of my like real life meme vocabulary and i just i can't i can't can't pull it off really yeah i can tell you can't magicians Uh, suck the one thing about emily that i love that interview is that they tried to get real bikers to come and bring their own gear and then they showed up without leather jackets and stuff and they had to scramble (laughs) to find like people to wear like just to fit the costume that was oh. when I when I rewatched it. One of the things I specifically noticed was that when they're like walking around the street after like yeah. they return to Earth, they're all in a very distinctive, similar uniform of like jeans, the, the leather jacket, and the red bandana. And it's like yeah. it's the idea of it being an alien race who all wears that <laughs> as their like Star Trek uh, like yeah uh, outfits is just like so good to me. I love that. All right, so. I have to like really analyze all these sketches and this could be kind of like a, uh, put a damper on this sketch. So it seems like this is a whole culture of people who only think about motorcycles. Their ship is a motorcycle. Uh, they love motorcycles on earth. Mm -hmm. So are they like motorcycle knots researching the galaxy or are they like a displaced people whose motorcycle Mm -hmm. it? was like polluted by oil and emissions and is no longer ha- habitable what, no, what do we exactly think? that's exactly my interpretation that yeah, is. I, 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 I thought they've the been yeah. yeah they've been they've been wandering the galaxy for generations yeah. just looking for a, a, a planet that's habitable for motorcycles yeah I very dark i agree. very dark i don't think there's any other reasonable interpretation dude yeah so like i think that is I, the obvious explanation about the it. amount of joy from them is is that they like finally found a yeah, planet that their species yeah, can relief. live on yeah yeah, yeah. i also um, realized 
last night that it's not that one's not a documentary. I had thought it was a documentary. Not really. I didn't think that, but I just kind of <laughs> thought that would be a funny angle. <laughs> um, I, so one of the things that I, I mean, we, now that we have mentioned that they are in fact aliens, one of the things that I like about this is the layers of like, of reveal, because at first you think it's just like, okay, he's just a biker who likes motorcycles. And then the like, the bicycle and car stuff is like, okay, what? Like, does he just yeah. not, he's just a person who doesn't know about non-motorcycles. Yeah. And then when the bus comes around and he kind of like drops to his <laughs> knees and like there's the swirling lights around him. Yeah. Like my, the first time I saw it, my first thought was that he's like ascending to a higher astral plane at the concept of yeah. a, a vehicle with oh. this many wheels. And, uh, and then like the reveal that he's an alien that got beamed up, beamed up to like a species of bikers is just, I think like a very uh, funny twist to me. Like just I conceptually, that, I, yeah. I like that. I, I love that approach. Cause yeah, I haven't watched, you know, you only watch it for the first time once. And then like, I, I guess I didn't appreciate the levels of it as it reveals. And I love the idea that he's just so blown away by the bus that he just disintegrates or, or like, <laughs> you know, turns into a bunch of light beams but it's it, great it 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 always makes me think of that um like expanding brain meme yeah. you know that's like the like bigger and bigger yeah. brains is like he's like the highest level of that when he sees the bus but you also have to think like from a a show creation standpoint like a lot of writing comes from the aspect of like how do we shoot this right so it's like comedy has this like theory of like you cut as quickly as you can and instead of having like him beamed up, it's like, let's just have it like take, oh, it's really smart. Like actually, you know, uh, <laughs> and it works on so many levels. Um, so yeah, actually, um, I think Biker Guy was the, uh, one of the things we disagreed on the yeah. most, uh, not that much, kind of in the middle. You had it ranked 22nd. I had it ranked 7th. But like we said, we love all the sketches. Yeah, it's um, tough to pick it apart. I mean, it, I, my criticisms, to the extent I'm just explaining my ranking, it was pretty one note. It was like Tim Robinson had this like kind of joke voice in mind, and he just kind of ran with it and made a sketch out of it. I, not a lot, whole lot happens. It's very quick. I mean, some of these sketches are super like 20 second long, but it absolutely. felt super quick, and not a lot happened. Um, yeah, except I, a I whole. Know race was rescued from <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> no I I, two, I... two other little things that i just like stood out to me at, on rewatch yeah. just recently was, was when they're the whole group of aliens is walking around on earth when he shows them the car and they're all like blown away and he's like got a little house in it come on got a little house in it <laughs> like, it's just like he's so excited to share that with them and the uh, the older like king motorcycle guys kind of like pulling on his long white hair at, in excitement. So that's one. And then when they run up to the babysitter, the baby stroller, like yeah. all together yes. and crowd around like, it, yeah, they're just yelling, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> and then so the good. woman with the baby is just kind of like shocked and confused as they run away. Like I think those two parts are are like subtle highlights to me. Agreed. All right. So uh, I'm going to need you guys to follow my lead in G. Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> the day Robert Palin's murdered yeah. me. And I just need to throw out at the beginning, I think 
the thing that first made me um, rewatch the show constantly was this sketch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I loved a lot of sketches. I just couldn't. I feel like the actual performance um, of the song, the timing is just so crazy. Uh, Tim Robinson's goofiness is just like, it could not be more perfect compared to like uh, the the sort of like normalcy and and like good singing of Reese, I believe Coro is his name, um, sung roughly to the tune, I believe, of Johnny Cash's uh, Folsom Prison Blues. I think it's kind of like the same song. Yeah, I think it's similar. Is I heard it really after. A, is he a musician? Like the guy who sang? I think he uh, has like musical background. Okay. Um, his, his big role was on Entourage. No way. Um, weirdly, his Wikipedia page said before he was famous, he built a house with uh, Nick Offerman, who is Ron Swanson. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so he ha- he worked on Twenty Four, um, mm. and had a, had a long role on um, Entourage. Wow. Um, so I yeah, don't remember he's that. A, I know. I don't either. I, I definitely didn't stick with the show. He's been on like every. Uh, on a lot of prominent um, TV shows, um, Dexter, mm-hmm. Longmire, Criminal Minds, um, as like a guest star. But yeah, he's very, very uh, believable as a musician. Yeah. I assumed he was, like, I thought he was incredibly talented. That's what I had as my number one point about the sketch. But how how did I rank it, Deuce? Because I, I think I put it pretty low. You had it as 26th. Ooh. All right, I know that's, that's lower than uh, it well, should definitely would, be higher than the last one that we talked about because I I did not like the motorcycle that much. This is better yeah. than that. I'm you and I have both had a a lot of adjustment throughout this process, and I, and I think when we started too, it was just like the height of quarantine. We're chasing all our kids yeah. around. Um, yeah. it, it was a it was a launching off point. Yeah, but I'll tell I you feel, one thing: I feel a lot better about it. Go ahead. Gospel records ain't selling. It's originals they want. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Anybody know? uh, So they say the word bones, I believe, eight times in the song. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah. uh, It's such such a crazy concept to have the sketch basically be two different songs that people are singing at the same time. But it's kind of it's not hard to follow, um, yeah. And it's just this this it's very similar um, to like the River Mountain High in that like one person's living in this like sharp, hmm. suave like TV world, and the other person is like a real world doofus, <laughs> <laughs> but oblivious to their doofusness. Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's it's great. Like the more and more we talk to people, and like we hear that like Tim Robinson is like very cool, <laughs> and yet he's able to play these characters, um, which is really impressive. Yeah, I thought I love the callback. Like, so it, it immediately reminded me of the Detroiters, where he realizes he can't sing. And and like he always wanted to sing in every, in every commercial with Sam, and Sam is like really good, and then he'd be like, like there was like a Wigs commercial or something. It was like, oh, Deborah Wigs, and and then it would just be like Deborah, yeah, Deborah Wigs, and Tim would just be like 
you know, singing in the background. He's terrible. And I thought he accentuated that a lot in the sketch. Um, I, th I think he's great. I mean, I, like his facial expressions were awesome. The sketch was a little goofy to me. Um, but some well, of the yeah. lines he the lines he had about, you know, the bones are the skeleton's money, pull your hair. I, I actually have to read this. Okay. Pull up <laughs> your hair up or pull but, your hair up, but not out to turn into a man in heaven and another chance at life. But if they pull it out, <laughs> they, they turn, turn to bones. Which <laughs> is like, oh my fucking God. Like who the fuck pull their hair up and not out? Even that concept just blows my mind. And then it, I mean, yeah. And then the ending points where he's like, um, yeah, yeah, that's because I forgot why I said it or not. And then he said he song, wanted something spooky. Yeah, I know he wanted something spooky. Uh, we know her song is good. We got a deal or what? And then Billy as in me or Billy as in him. Your name's Billy too. No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. Which is like. That's the line that stuck with me the most coming out of it the first couple watches. Like, like yeah. it's not, look, it's not my top, like, 10 by a mile, but it has a lot of great stuff. And then, like, some of my friends who, like, whose comedy I love, they're, I asked them, what is your favorite sketch? And they're like, oh, the bones of their money sketch. And I was like, really? Because that's, like, so low on my list. But I appreciate it. Yeah. So, to, to me, there's a, there's sort of, like, uh, multiple levels of humor with this, just like all of them, but yeah. there's this one has like a very blockbuster, like immediate humor of like yeah. the the shock of him coming in with this uh, ad libbing that is like totally out of out there, <laughs> and it's it's very memorable with the bones are their money like repeated like four <laughs> times, <laughs> um, <laughs> and but but I think that there uh, I was thinking about this rewatching it this week. Um, I think there are the funniest parts are things that are like a little bit deeper layers on it. Like I noticed the first time Tim cuts in, he's like kind of just like feels like he's jumping in to jump in because the guy said to yeah. follow his lead and he kind of like loses what he's saying. And the other guy, Billy, like comes back in with his song <laughs> and Tim kind of looks relieved that he got like bailed out. And then the second time <laughs> when he comes in, he's like, exactly. And he has a very like, firm idea of what world he's building now with the skeletons because yeah. that's when he launches into the explanation mode like the bones are the skeletons money in our world bones equal dollars that's why they're coming out tonight to get their bones from you and like he's like he's like oh i, I got it i can explain what i said before and then he kind of is like really into it he's like gesticulating he's not playing his face anymore he's like both his hands are up and flailing around <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that a point, good point which is very funny <laughs> And, and at, he also says, he's been saying the bones are their money. And then at one point in that second interjection, he says, the worms are their money. Yeah. And he kind of like, it's like he catches himself that he said worms and he meant to say bones there. And he's, so he says, the worms are their money. <clears throat> the bones are their dollars. Yeah, and I know. So, but then he realized, <laughs> he's already said the worms are also money. Like he's got to make this world work together. Um, and then he gets saved again by Billy. And then the third time when he comes in, he's like super confident. He's like, oh, it was also that the skeletons came to <laughs> Like really like roaring. And uh, and at that point, he's like, that's, you know, he goes into the finish with the like, and if they pull it out, they turn to bones. He harmonizes. Little, like, wavers. It's, it's, and you can see that Billy is like biting his tongue 
like the actors trying not to break character at yeah. that point because Jim is like so off the rails out there. Yeah, anyway, so at watching that, there's the the layers of his like character, like his thought process that you can see on Tim's face as he's jumping in, just like were cracking me up watching it. Yeah, I think it was improv. It had to have been like because I mean, it's maybe they took a couple takes at it and he just fucked around, but like I I kind of think like he built it as he went and it just kind of became this like crazy beast of like a weird ass world. Yeah, you're right. He so, created so a different saying, world. You're saying, I honestly thought we were making that up. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Which funny. That, that line itself is also funny because it kind of implies that like, that Tim's character is thinking like, wait, did we have this whole song wrote ahead of time? <laughs> yeah, I know. Or even like he thinks, that the other character can write that well. I mean, can can uh, freelance that well. Uh, it's yeah. amazing. Still, the most uh, outrageous thing in this sketch is the music executive's turtleneck. Uh, <laughs> there is a wild turtleneck on that guy. Um, different time, sketch, I guess. Do you think the sketch was set in the past? I, I actually wrote that down as I was watching it because it seems like it's like 50s, 60s, right? Yeah, like, I, I was thinking like, that too. Feels like oh brother where art thou kind yeah, of yeah it, it seems uh, like it was like at least several decades ago well like, there, i don't know i noticed uh this is the first time i noticed this was when i watched it in prep for this show but there's a like a whiskey bottle sitting out on the executive side's like table oh yeah it really gives like the vibes of like mad men era where there's yeah. like you know booze just sitting out in the office yeah no i think it I, it had to have been in the past although if it's in the, the present time I, I don't think it diminishes it but yeah. um God. Yeah, no, it's look, I, I feel bad ranking it low. I definitely would elevate it above <laughs> the last one, but it's not in the top 10 for me. Okay. We're, it's, all right. I'm sorry. It's fair. it's fair. I mean, you don't have to apologize. I don't, again, like, how do you. We, we had to give a number to these sketches. The show is you know? amazing. They're yeah. all good. There's no bad sketches. Yeah, I know. No. I, I appreciate every single sketch in some way. Um, That's why I won in. Uh, award for comedy writing over lesser shows like Saturday Night Live, um, which I actually, I'm not an SNL hater. I actually, I watch it every week, I'm not, believe it or not. I, oh, you watch it every week? I, watch I do, the, yeah. I watch clips, but I do not watch it every week. Yeah, I've been uh, watching a lot, the uh, Bill Burr, Sam Adams beer one. Oh, yeah, I've seen it's that. It's worth checking out. All right, so I think we're down to two minutes, uh, and unless we um, extend... I lost James. James. Are you there? Yeah, I'm All still right, here. Gonna... I was having a little connection thing, so I turned off video. Ah, oh, very savvy up. move. It's an audio podcast, so we're we're golden. Yeah. Actually, why don't why don't we go to uh, we're gonna go to break really quick. We're gonna run an ad for Swayzine, uh, and then we'll come back and finish up. Our first official sponsor for the That's a Chunky podcast is the amazing. Etsy shop of uh, Swayzine. That's S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Uh, if you're a fan of I Think You Should Leave, you've surely um, seen some of the work from the Swayzine shop, uh, including uh, jazz posters from Howie's household jazz names, Paul Bufano. I mean, how hard is that? Mookie Kramer and the Eight Balls and Marcus the Worm Hicks. 
Uh, we also have some, I think you should leave motivational posters, teamwork, accountability, um, my favorite self-awareness featuring the chunky, uh, figure out what you do. That's self-awareness. Um, my favorite, which is hanging on the wall in my house, uh, is the Edward Hopper Nighthawks parody uh, featuring four of the most iconic characters uh, in the I Think You Should Leave universe, um, including Ruben Rabassa's, uh legendary character. Um, all <laughs> This made me crack up in the copy. All five-star ratings on Etsy. Our customers are eating their gift receipts. Um, so you can actually get 10% off if you enter coupon code, that's a chunky. Um, we will post more information about the Swayzine shop on our Instagram. Um, but I, I honestly would not read an ad unless I thought it would be something that our listeners would be interested in. Amazing. I think you should leave prints um, that if you put on your wall, they're just going to make you laugh every time you see them. Every time I walk by um, my Nighthawks poster, I I just feel great and have a laugh. And uh, I'm definitely figuring out how many uh, motivational posters I could work into my house without my wife wondering what's wrong with me. Um, so check out the Swayzine shop on Etsy. All right, welcome back. We're back here with James from IT. S Y L underscore a meme. We're so bad y at that. Y S L. Y S L. That's that's what I said. I okay. think I don't know. I probably didn't say it right. We'll have lots of links in the description uh, of the episode. Uh, so we're finishing up, but we wanted to talk about. Uh, James has told us that both of these sketches uh, connect to the the meme world, and he's going to explain because I have no idea. I'm I'm too old for memes, uh, except for so appreciating them. <laughs> So the uh, so one thing that um, comes up a lot is is uh, you know um, the the like captcha things where you click all of the like images <laughs> that have a stoplight yes. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yes. So one of the common things is like click all the ones that have a motorcycle, and so like um, people pick people will like buses. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So people will like screenshot the, you know, that capture thing and it's got like cars and buses and motorcycles and yes. bicycles and then they'll like, you know, select all of them and then have like the biker guy like, you know, with his hands up saying like, okay, or whatever. Um, that <laughs> meme comes up a lot to the point where it's still funny to me, but I feel like I do a disservice if I retweet it every time it shows up. Um, so that's one. And then the other... Uh, the other one that comes up a lot is, uh, uh, oh man, what was the, um, I guess just the, the, um, it was from the bones are their money, but now I'm blanking on what the note was that I had on it. Let me see. Ooh, now I'm, now I'm interested. <laughs> we got a deal with what? Oh, oh, it's the, uh, got it, got it, right, right. So it's the, you mentioned this, the up but not out part. Oh, <laughs> unlike machinery. It's printed on uh, paper bags, like grocery bags with the panels. 
a lot of them have a note that says like pull handles up but not out uh with, with like lifting the bags and so that um just like pictures of that bag like note will get um shared a lot and it's gotten to the point that i i have wondered whether whether he put that line in there specifically because it shows up in the world sometimes so that people would like virally share and reference oh, his show when it came oh. because it's it's uh it's good that's genius to sort of like play into the memes yeah oh my I don't god think they would do that i mean because the detroiters didn't have a ton of memes that the characters episode didn't I, I kind of feel like this is a phenomenon, right? Yeah, like, it, may, it may just be like lightning in a bottle that this just happened to like have yeah. these perfect things that could like go viral. I mean, yeah. I think like, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that are perfect about the show. And then I think there's a lot of things that just happened to like, just they got lucky about like things like that. Um, well, I, I have another theory, which was, uh, I guess about a year ago, I tried to watch uh, Nathan for you on the Comedy Central app. Uh, and it was the single most frustrating experience of my life. It's like, wow, it just wouldn't work. It couldn't work. Um, so I think, I think Detroiters was suffering from that. Um, but now with like the mostly functional Paramount Plus app, I think people are gonna. I feel like I'm shilling Paramount Plus, which I like don't care <laughs> about know. at all. Um, but like you can just hop on and watch Detroiters, and uh, I think I you think and I both. I think it's available on Amazon Prime too, because I I was messing around oh. with that, and I think it's free. Although Got I don't it. know if I like wired my my Paramount Plus, which I rarely <laughs> use, into Amazon yeah. somehow. But yeah, sometimes no, they'll give you season one on Amazon, also um, of a lot of shows that aren't available after that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it it might be. Um, but yeah, Detroiters is a must watch. And, and for people who don't know, I, I'm a huge fan of Tim Robinson's episode of the characters, which like basically got him. I think you should leave. Uh, there's a sketch in it about someone who gets banned from establishments because of his uh, bowel movements. And it's just my favorite <laughs> shit ever. Uh, maybe a spoof on Dirty Harry, um, which could only be possible in the mind of Tim Robinson. Um, and well, I, I, well, I, well. I, I, I'm convinced that paint job is the precursor to mud pie. I'm just going to throw it out there for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like that. That's and they're both paint brilliant. Job. They're both. Yeah. Gun to your gun to your head. Mud. Which one do you like more? Ooh, mud pie. James, what do you think? Ooh, I think it's it's close. They're both in that realm of like. It's a term where you know what they mean when they say it, but it, they treat it like a term that everyone uses, yeah. and it's not a common term. And no. for that reason, they're both very funny. But I think the repetition like of mud pie across multiple things might win yeah. it for me. Mm. Yeah, I like paint job. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's it's like, you know, it's it's hard to pick one. It's like picking your favorite kid. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, one's I mean, a my little bit... Yeah, go Your ahead. two kids are actually named Mud Pie and Paint Job, which is weird. <laughs> well, I have three kids, so one is Paint, one is Job, and the other one is Mud Pie. Ah, uh, so nice. Go. <laughs> I was trying to they're keep both, it in the. Uh... It's a good sketch. I yeah, it had a lot in it that I did not appreciate the first go around. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't think that episode of 
the characters delivers to the, the like with the frequency of I think you should leave. I but agree. It, it has some certainly some moments. Um, the part but, where he talk he says something along the lines of like, "How is that even allowed?" <laughs> <laughs> La Quinta in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they force him to take a shower. <laughs> yeah it's just it's madness all right um this this will be our uh longest running podcast to date so we probably should wrap it up before people get tired of our voices um james we're super thankful to have you on and and we want to send people towards uh, I'm not gonna mess it up this time. I'm actually I gonna t- look at it. Uh, I- <laughs> Thank you. And uh, and uh, there's spaces in between the words, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's underscores between each of the words of this one, <laughs> and it has a little at. It's got a little at in front of it. Yeah. It's got a little house in it. Yeah, it's got a little at uh, on it. Um, yeah, this episode uh, will be. We'll get one view. Um, and uh, no, I don't know. I got nothing else to say. Um, yeah. But yeah, we want to thank you so much for being on. And and we'll stay on. Uh, but we are going to say goodbye to our listeners now. Thanks you for, thanks you for listening. And thanks you for liking the shirt. <laughs>